Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 299. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the owner behind Apex Home Mortgage. He is Jackson. He is wonderful to talk to. He was really great and wonderful to kind of meet and understand his journey, where he came from, how he got here, uh, things going on with the pandemic, uh, his business, what happened before and after, a lot of things that he's been going through as far as his journey. So we hope that you enjoy it and we hope that you connect with him through his links in the bio. Also, if you do me a favor, go over to our website, FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So everything is under the Finding Arizona brand, um, is all under Finding Arizona as a whole name. And that is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you want to become a super fan, you can go do so over at Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. What you can also do is go over to the newsletter, sign up for that. That is more of the official things going on. If you want more of the personal side, go over to the blog under the website. And last but not least, we have a place for you to go check out if you wanna just Twitch games with us. There is a Twitch actual gaming, so that's Finding AZ Gaming over at the Twitch TV. Uh, so that we have a lot of things for you guys to connect with us under a whole brand. Uh, We hope that you guys are liking what we put out there. If you are wanting something very specific or you got an idea for yourself, send us a line, findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com. We have a, uh, what I call a community corkboard for these intros. We're not going to do it this time. There's a lot of things that I'm very much in the mix of uh we are also remastering uh the first 100 episodes of our whole freaking backlog i am just like back loaded ladies and gentlemen there are over i want to say 300 episodes an hour an episode maybe even hour plus on some of them and I am backlogging of so much audio and looking for this stuff, looking for the information, trying to like fix it, trying to do this while the fatherhood, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot of like, you know, back and forth spinning plates as they say. Um, that just is what is going on behind the scenes. We hope that you guys stay tuned for more. We have new guests coming in as well. We have, oh man, I think we're gonna do some more streaming because we just streamed how we, you know, div- how we edit and design all these episodes with 300 coming up. So I hope that you guys stay tuned with us. That's all being said to just connect, let us know what you want. Let us know who you want in next. All of that will just be our little intro for you guys. And then we move on. Like I said, no community cork board. We're just going to go straight into the episode. This is episode 299 with Apex Home Mortgage. We will check you on the next one. Catch you later. everybody to the finding arizona podcast i'm your host jose thank you so much for coming back every week we bring in someone very special to us and today is no different ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna let jackson here introduce himself and his business go right ahead jackson uh good morning my name is jackson lodge apex home mortgage uh started about two and a half years ago and uh yeah happy to happy to chat about it today 
Awesome. I love hearing that. And it, for those of you who are just paying attention to a lot of the things going on with our podcast, it is a Sunday afternoon. Jackson and I are getting together. So we're really, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just try and reach out to you as someone who will be like a potential client and our conversation will probably end up steering that way anyways. But I, I'll ask you this. Uh, the question that we've asked everyone who's come through our door lately is, how's COVID been treating you and how are the changes, you know, things are kind of reverting back to normalcy. Uh, how are things kind of floating that way for you? Um, obviously, it affected our business quite a bit in mortgage, right, yeah. uh, for, for multiple reasons. Absolutely. Um, you know, with, uh, with COVID came a lot, of, a lot of product changes, a lot of pricing changes, and a lot of employment changes. So, um, yeah. You know, uh, first of all, we had, uh, you know, interest rates dropped, right? So that was great for, yeah. for my business. <clears throat> um, and, you know, it's been that way for a couple of years now, as far as like good, you know, great rates. Um, so that really sparked that. It's obviously a good thing. It helps people, you know, through tough times, have lower yeah. mortgage payments, you'll know, be able to refinance, save a bunch of money, you know, yeah. maybe take some cash out and pay off some debts. So um, that helped. Uh, employment, that hurt. You know, there's a lot of people that were negatively affected, you know, yeah. employment wise. So, you know, that that has made it a little bit of, you know, of a challenge at times. But um, for the most part, you know, people are, have, have bounced back from that and, you know, yeah. are, are, are back on track. So I don't I don't see that as much. Um, but I do see a little bit of, you know, still people that did the, you know, the forbearance and the in the, you know, the guidelines to what you have to do to be yeah. able to refinance after you're out of forbearance, et cetera. So yeah, it's, it's affected our industry a lot. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like a teeter totter, you know, for, uh, let, let me ask you this for those um, you, you kind of have clients come in and out, like what percentage wise do you see kind of that affecting the community that you kind of deal with at large? Like what, what percentile, like, do you say have bounced back? Um. As far as like employment wise, I mean, yeah, yeah, um, majority. Okay, yeah, that makes from sense. From what I run into, but then again, you know, people that maybe aren't employed probably aren't calling me to see if they can refinance. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, um, not be the best measurement on that, but most people I talk to are, are in a you know a much better position than they were uh, a year ago if they were negatively yeah. affected. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let me ask you this. Uh, as someone who I, you know, I just have um, my home mortgage. Uh, I've had this home that I'm standing in with the studio. Um, this has been my, I think, third year uh, paying this home off. Uh, I'm someone new to the world of that. I was really nervous jumping in as far as like a home ownership and things like that. Uh, you know, what could you first kind of give us? you know, as someone who's new or someone who's probably looking or something, uh, you know, how would a new client approach you? And then on second, uh, I want to ask you too, it's like, what's your kind of origin story? Like, how did this come about in your life? Yeah, the second part is a longer story. So I'll, I'll go with the first part first. Okay. Uh, so like, uh, you know, person like yourself, you bought a house three years ago, right? Yeah. So A, good timing, right? We've seen values gone up. You know, quite a bit over over the last couple of years, and a lot of that is due to the the lower interest rates as well, right? So yeah, people can afford more of a house, um, you know, based on the on the lower payments. So mm -hmm. that's obviously helped as well. Um, but you know, like if you were to come to me and say, "Hey, I bought this house three years ago. 
doesn't make sense for me to refinance. You know, first thing I would do is I would just take a look at your mortgage statement. Okay. See where you're at, see what your current interest rate is, you know? Yeah. Um, and there, there's lots of opportunity there. So, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're paying a higher interest rate, obviously, you know, if we get lower rate, great. Um, if maybe you're paying mortgage insurance, you know, maybe you did a FHA loan or maybe yeah. you, you know, did a, a lower down payment, like five or 10% and you're paying mortgage insurance. Well, values have risen, right? So now maybe, yeah. maybe there's a couple of things there. Maybe we lower your interest rate and get rid of the mortgage insurance at the same time. Absolutely. Or maybe your, your your value's gone up and maybe you can take a little bit of cash out to pay off some debts yes. and, yeah, and consolidate, you know? Um, and, and really that's a 15 minute conversation. You know, I don't need to get a full application and run credit and do all of this, right? If you have a basic idea of what your credit score is, it's a very easy conversation to have. I just look at your current terms, okay, run the scenario and run some numbers and see if it makes yes. sense. You know, from there, you know, just filling out an application, get the process started. So, yeah. So finding out, you know, just checking the temperature is really easy to do. Um, okay. You know, I think people get a little overwhelmed because, you know, they'll go online and put in a few inquiries in a few different places. And now you have, you know, 50 mortgage loan officers calling you trying to, you know. Yeah. And you're just like, I just want, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to check the temperature. Like what, right. you know, what are my options? Yeah. yeah so it's good so to have somebody that you trust and somebody that you know that's going to shoot you straight. Um, yeah, absolutely. That is a really easy conversation to have. Okay. Um, you know, the second part of that question is, you know, where, where did I start? How did all this begin? Is you know, that's yeah. I don't know how much time you got for that? <laughs> Let's uh, do it, man. I want to get into it because you're, <laughs> you know, you're, like we were talking before I, we started. You had another conversation that we were just talking about off uh, off air on YouTube, and so you know, seeing that person and seeing you now, uh, I just like it must be really interesting to kind of like, you know, what you see and what you kind of vibe with as far as, um, you know, your experience. I know you have multiple years doing this. Um, so I want to pick at that, you know, that first, you know, where did you start from? And then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll give you the, the quick version of, so I was, I was born in uh, Montana. Okay. I moved to Alaska when I was five, graduated high school there, moved back to Montana, went to college. Uh, okay. There, graduated with a finance degree. Okay. Uh, I actually moved to Arizona to be a stockbroker. Oh, because uh, that's I was doing an internship at a at a brokerage up there. Okay, you know, made the transition, came down here. I got into Morgan Stanley's uh, broker trainee program. Got it. Well, this was the end of two thousand two. <clears throat> okay, two weeks into this program, market crashed. They laid everyone off and cut cut the training program. <laughs> so yeah. here I am in Arizona, uh, you know, which I'm grateful for to not have to shovel snow anymore. Yeah. Um, but here I am right now. I'm kind of stuck and I got rerouted to mortgage, which ended up, you know, I'm glad that happened. I, you yeah. know, I love what I do. Um, you know, I started out with a brokerage in, in January 1st, 2003. OK. And, um, you know, everything was great. Learning the business. Um but then the market crashed, right? Yeah. Back then, you can get a basically you can get a loan if you if you had a temperature, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah, so I keep hearing, or so yeah. I keep vibing with, or kind of seeing in those movies where they talk about the crash, where it's like, yeah, yeah if, as long as you had a pulse, you could get any, yeah, you could get a loan. Hold a mirror under your nose if it fogs up, you're good. To yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and that's true, like the Big Short, that movie, like mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's like all. other ones too. Like, oh man, there was like this, and it's kind of funny. There was like this horror one that I saw where it's like, um, 
it was, it took place in one of those empty, like, you know, they started building the community and like, there's a couple of homes, but like all the other lots are like empty. So it's like, Oh yeah. I always saw that big time here in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. They started, started out building a master plan community, get a few houses done and then crash. Yeah, right. So crash. They, yeah. They a bunch of them just project started and not completed and sitting there. Yeah. Basically looked vacant. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were. Yeah. I mean, they, some of them, you know, just laid the concrete pad and that, that was the end of that story. Right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, obviously that changed a lot of things. Um, you know, market crashed, uh, mortgages like basically dried up for me, you know? Yeah. So from 2007, eight, nine, I was, you know, I was, I was struggling. Yeah. Um, you know, but then, uh, uh, 2011, I came back, uh, got a job at Chase. Okay. So went into retail. So from yeah. a broker back in, back in the day to, you know, now I'm working retail at Chase and they were doing harp loans. Okay. So that was where, you know, basically if you were upside down in your house, you know, the values have dropped so much, you could yeah. still refinance through this program. And at least, you know, it's to reward the people that were doing the right thing and making their payments still. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, you should still be able to refinance, even though you're, you know, don't have the equity position you once did. So, yeah. Um, so that was great. And got to help a lot of people that way, um, you know, and kind of when those kind of dried up, I just realized that the big banks weren't the place to be, you know, it's trying to get a loan through there. It's just, it's like the Titanic, right? They don't, they don't maneuver. It's just slow and steady and mm-hmm. yeah, you're beating your head against the wall, trying to get deals done. Um, and they just make a ton of extra hoops to jump through and just make the, the process because yeah. they only want the cream of the crop, right? They only want the exactly. stuff on the top. Yep. Um, so after that, I kind of bounced around, you know, a couple different retail mortgage companies, okay. um, you know, trying to find the right place. So the mortgage companies are way better at doing mortgages because that's all they do, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're much that's better at doing focus than, than the big banks. Um, but you kind of paid a price for that. The rates are a little bit higher, mm-hmm. right? The process yeah. is smoother. So okay. kind of bounced around a few different places, just trying to find the, the perfect fit, you know, and, yeah. and I just was struggling doing that because... I don't like to have to tell somebody, oh, hey, you're, you're, you got to pay a higher rate to use me. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know. And just, I don't like that. Um, so eventually I just figured out that, hey, I just got to start my own business. You know, so I started my brokerage uh, in the beginning of, in February of 2019. And uh, you just cut out all that fat, cut out all the corporate fat. Yeah. Now I've got the best of both worlds. I've got great pricing, low fees. Nice. And a process that's streamlined, quick, and easy. Love that. It's a thousand times better than anything. <laughs> I've it's, it's, I just, the only regret is that I didn't do it four years sooner, you know? Hey man, sometimes you gotta, you know, that's the the price you pay for learning that experience and that kind of knowledge. And, and the fact that you can look back at it now. And the reason why I even asked this question is a good way to look back at your, your timeline and kind of reflect for a moment, just for like an overall moment for someone who, who like myself, you know, I, I living that experience in kind of like that timeline, it's like where I was in 2002 and, and 2008 and things like that. It kind of reflects like how we connect. So, um, you know, some of the things that you were kind of bringing up and like the area here where the communities kind of like flip over and go, went go upside down. But it's like also the fact that like it helps me connect to your business as well, because it makes me understand that you are someone and, um, you know, like myself, just want the best for the people who come to you. You just want really the best uh, experience for them and for yourself. So 
what ends up happening is you just get tired of all the other nonsense and you just want to go and ends up being that you do have to make your own business. And, and for me as someone who is independent as well, and I've kind of interviewed a lot of independent individuals, it is really great to kind of hear that story because again, it's just the, the fact that there are other individuals like myself who just like get fed up banging their head against the wall of all this other nonsense that doesn't need to be there in all experiences, whether it's, you know, what I do for podcasting or what you do for mortgage. It's, it's that, you know, you just want to make it as easy and as, as fulfilling as possible. So, you know, thank you for letting us in on that story because it does really make sense as far as someone who wants to connect with you and understands that you're just fed up as much as a lot of us who just want to get to straight in to the point and, you know, streamline everything. Yeah. And I've, you know, at the end of the day, like somebody would complain to me. I was like, you're right. <laughs> you know, to, you know, I, I agree. You're absolutely right. I can't, I can't argue I with you. Those, you know, take those concerns up the ladder and just, you know, just goes nowhere. Yeah. Um, you know, so now like we don't have all that layer of management, you know, yeah. manager, 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 by the way, which are all getting paid based on the loans that I'm doing. Yeah. And the client's paying that, right? The client's yeah. paying a rate to feed all these mouths that don't help me get anything done at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's just nice to be able to eliminate all that, streamline the process, you know, deliver a product to clients that I know is, you know, yeah. the best for them and they're saving money. They're, you know, it's not costing them an arm and a leg. Yeah. It makes me sleep better at night. So I feel, Absolutely. I feel better at the end of the day being yeah. able to do that. Let me ask you this. Um, one of the things that I like to ask, you know, kind of people who come into our podcast is kind of the, your, what you've learned from the community and kind of what you've experienced so far as being here for so long and, and the people that you've met and your network of individuals who come to you as clients. Um, what have you learned most from Arizona and, you know, the community that you provide to? That's a tough question. Um, I mean, I, I've dealt with a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I, I get enjoyment out of helping them, helping them understand, you know, being able to walk them through the process. This is the biggest purchase for most people in their lives. Absolutely. Now. Yeah. You know, and it's complicated, uh, probably more complicated than it should be, but you know, there's a lot of, a lot of measures in place. I understand why they're there. Yeah. Um, but you know, just helping people through that process, communicate to them why things are needed and, you know, why it is yeah. what it is. Um, you know, cause it is difficult to understand. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, I, I, I love working with people. I mean, you know, some easier to work with than others, but, um, but, you know, generally speaking, I, you know, I meet a lot of people here and it gives me an opportunity to, to really talk to some good people. And I mean, that's a, I guess that's a perfect of doing what I do. Yeah. Um, let me ask because I kind of remember now I'm kind of flashing back to your life uh, beforehand. So Montana, Alaska, back to Montana. Mm -hmm. What part of Alaska? Uh, Kenai, Kenai, Alaska, Kenai, Kenai Peninsula, or just south of Anchorage, kind of in the south central part of the state. Okay, okay. I, just again, I, I've never been, so I've, I've only heard of um, you know, I've met a few people from like Juno and from different like you know different parts, and it's just like so interesting who comes from that part and uh, <laughs> what makes it out. Like, I definitely, um, how do you say it? it's like? people who thrive really well because Alaska is not an easy place to live in. Yeah, no, I mean, I, was, I grew up there. I didn't know any different, you know, but um, I actually just went back a few weeks ago 
took my oh, family. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I took my family up there. We did like an RV trip around the state. So oh awesome. Then I grew up and you know, then it started getting nice. real cold and we got out of there. So <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so cool that you were able to experience that and sure, you know, kind of go in the RV too. So did you go up and down or did you have that yeah, one? Anchorage and then we just cruised down the Kenai Peninsula. Um yeah, it was a little late in the season, so it's starting to get a little cold, starting to snow in the past. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, fun. hey, it's like at least you got out there, you got to experience a little bit of it. And it's really, I mean, again, I only imagine in my head because I've only ever seen just like pictures and images of, you know, photographers going out there and kind of experiencing the whole thing and, you know, what you see on TV and whatnot. But it's, it always seems like a really beautiful place. Yeah. It's pretty extraordinary terrain yeah. you, know, you should yeah train yeah 100 yeah. percent. go up there like you know take 10 days and go up, take your family up there and cruise around in the summer absolutely um, it's beautiful i really? love it any grizzlies on your no, no just hibernations like right yeah i, did, I didn't see any yeah you, you, typically you'll see some uh, black bear yeah uh, you know every now yeah. and then nice all right around there you know the famous ones are on kodiak island so there you go i was just uh, i'm sorry for the pivot it's just like oh, yeah. again again alaska is like uh, it dawned on me it's like oh he said alaska so cool <laughs> um so uh going back to you know your experience here and your kind of uh your business i actually like to ask people uh kind of the routines and kind of what keeps them sane and what keeps them going and and kind of what they do on their everyday life to kind of keep the business afloat too, as well. So what are kind of your morning routines? And then, you know, how do you kick off your, you know, a start to a business day? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get up in the mornings are kind of a little bit more of my family time. So I'll get up in the morning and sure. you know, hang out with the, the wife and kids before they get off to school. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, that's typically when I, when I head into work. So, gotcha. um, but, but then I kind of work late. I mean, right now it's, it's just, it's crazy in the mortgage business right now. Um, you know, I was in it in 2003, four or five, where it was really good. Um, yeah. And I also lived through seven, eight, nine, and, yeah. you know, when it was terrible. So, you know, I did tell myself a long time ago, if, 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 if the opportunity arises again and, you know, it's, it's raining, I, I got to be there and yes. make sure that I make hay while the sun's shining. So, Got you know, it. I told my wife a couple of years ago, like, Hey, you're probably going to see a little bit less of me until rates go up. So, <laughs> but you know, we're, we're a great team. Um, and you know, so I, you know, I spend the morning with the, with the family Then I, I usually work till about six or seven, go to the gym, then I come home. So it's like, okay, I don't get a whole lot of evening time with the family, but, um, yeah. for the weekends, you know, I've been pretty good about making sure we're, we're doing stuff. We went to Disney on ice yesterday. So, Oh, um, nice. How was that? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kids loved it. It's, yeah. Wasn't for you, but it wasn't meant for you, but I was like, right, right. what was their enjoyment out of it? They, they, yeah, yeah, no, they loved keep... it. They thought okay, it was... cool. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I have a boy. I was like talking to my wife. I was like, would we ever do Disney on ice or was, is it meant for all like, you know, like, yeah. okay, cool. Actually, like both two boys. Yeah. Cause, I've shown him Luca and like Lilo and Stitch and Lion King. And so he's, I mean, they're just images to him now, but I imagine later down the road, he'll be like, yeah, I want to go like I wanna oh, yeah, go yeah. Disneyland. Everyone I want to go getting, all of it. Yeah. Sure. Um, so again, uh, so that's really great that you have this kind of like, at least a little bit of structure. I know that the gym is, is that uh, a mandatory thing or is that flexible to you? I mean, it's flexible, but okay. Okay. I was just, just curious. One of those things that I do to help 
you know, get, help me stay in shape and, you know, have the energy and yeah, understand drive, you know, so <laughs> I get it. Um, let me understand this part too. your experience in having to, cause this is, again, you've lived through, uh, the 2000, like you were saying you're 2003 and 2008, but I'm like, how do you maintain your experience with the knowledge of like, you know, th- like I imagine things change all the time. So how do you keep up, up to date? And, uh, like, is there a book, is there a website that so you kind of keep yourself at the pulse as they say of, uh, things going on? Yeah. I mean, I do several things for that. Um, you know, as far as like, you know, what the markets are doing, what rates are doing, um, yeah. you know, I subscribe to MBS highway. Okay. Harry Habib, he's like the, the, the guru when it comes to what rates are doing. Um, okay. and then, you know, it, it also tracks it throughout the day. Right. So another thing that people might not understand is that rates change every day is tied to the market. And sometimes yep. they change two, three, four times a day. Um, you know, so if the market's shifting one way or the other, you might see rates, in the middle of the day, improve or worsen. Got so, it. you know, I subscribe to those because I'll get alerts like, oh, hey, you know, expect a reprice for the worst coming. So if I have anybody that's kind of, you know, on the fence, I'll yeah, I call them up. Hey, we got to go lock it real quick for you. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that saved, I mean, that saved a lot of money for a lot of people just having that. Good. Um, I like that. You know, I also, uh, you know, I go to lunch typically once a month, sometimes a little bit more with a, with another group of brokers, just kind of chit chat and, you know, talk about things. So I, I, you know, I stay in connection with, you know, a bunch of mortgage world is a small world. Once you get into it, you know, I, you know, yeah. so we got a lot of people I that I know in the business and, you know, we talk shop together and, you know, keep sharp in that, in that regard, you know, I've got a compliance nice. guy. So if I have any compliance questions, you know, I can bounce them off of him. Um, That's good. I like to hear that. But, but yeah, I'm I know glad. that. It's hard. There's really no books you could read on this on this industry. It's it's, it's difficult to find. You know, there's so much to it. It's just easier to speak to somebody that knows what they're talking about than yeah. try to find material to read on it. In my yeah. opinion, I think so. I mean, I imagine that there, yeah, there are little tidbits here and there that you kind of want to just learn from person like someone like yourself, and and those little um, nuggets are just like kind of experiential. Um, especially in the community, especially like, you know, being from certain areas, you know, one guy might be from Scottsdale, more productive in Mesa or whatever. It's just like gaining that knowledge of the local community and uh, the local market too. Uh, so I just end our conversation. Usually I like to kind of steer towards the future. And um, you're someone who looks like you really have your finger on you know what's going on so it's like can you give us a little insight on uh anything that you kind of see happening now and then what might affect towards the future and if someone out there is listening uh might get a little bit of like oh hey maybe i should you know jump in and and start thinking about moving on certain aspects of life or yeah for for sure um you know with with interest rates they've they've been low for a while now um You know, we know that they're going to have to go up at some point. That's, you know, when has always been the question, right? Okay. Um, so the Fed actually announced that in December, they're, you know, what they do is they, they buy mortgage-backed securities to artificially keep interest rates low. You know, okay. interest rates low means people are buying and refinancing and, you know, yeah. the, the economy is going, right? Um, so that's that's one of the key things that they do to keep that going. Yeah. So the Fed actually announced in, in December, they're going to s- start slowly tapering off doing that. So what that means is that interest rates are going to start to go up. Okay. Yeah. So we, we've already in the last couple of weeks kind of start seeing a little bit of an uptick just because that news came out. 
right? It's kind of like uh, gas okay. prices, you get a wind yeah. of it. Oh, okay, well, you know, we better start ra yeah. raising this up a little bit, you know, because we know that's Got coming. So, so did you get you an alert on the fence about refinancing? You, you know, I definitely suggest getting that done sooner rather than later. Um, you know, and then with the purchase market, uh, you know, I get, I think a lot of people think, you know, the, the market's gone crazy for the last couple, you know, especially in the last year, right? You know, yeah, it goes on the market and it's sold in two hours with 50 offers. You know what I mean? So it's been really tough for people to, to get a house. Yeah. As, um, and, and that's also sparked the, the rise in, in prices. So um, another thing I get is people say, oh, I'm going to wait. You know, it's going to crash again like it did in 2007, 2008. I, yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't think it will. Um, you know, like I was talking before, like when I got in this business, I could get you a hundred percent financing. If you had a bankruptcy yesterday, you, you know what I mean? No money out of your pocket and stated income where you didn't have to document that you make money. Yeah. <laughs> Those things don't exist anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the, the qualifying process is a lot more stringent. Mm -hmm. You definitely do have to qualify these days to get a house. So the people yeah. that are getting mortgages now are qualified. Yeah. Crazy enough to make make that prove that right. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to just see the mass exodus, you know, because back back then everybody that you know started going down, everybody just oh, here's the keys, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to see all those foreclosures like you did before because a people that are in the houses now can afford them. Yeah. B where are they going to go if they did just let the house go? And C values are up. So why wouldn't you just sell? Exactly. You know, want out? You'll just sell. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't see there being, you know, I think they'll flatten off, you know, rates will tick up a little bit. We'll see a flattening of, of the appreciation or more of a normal type appreciation, but I don't see the huge crash or anywhere near the huge crash that we had back in the late 2000s. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. And I really do appreciate you giving us insight on that. That's really something that I was like, you know, when I ask, especially when I get finance and like mortgage and individuals who come in here it's just nice to know that you guys really do understand a where you're coming from and then b it's like it's nice to just have someone who's like yeah this is if you take a look of a this is what b looks like this is what probably is going to end up being c um and it's just like it makes sense and it helps you know a lot of individuals kind of really like really settle and it's like hey i got to you know, make a decision here and, and really move forward and like what we're going to do. So it really does help. So thank you again for just giving us that little nugget yeah, there. No um, let me, let me, anything for the business that you're looking to kind of, you know, promote or just kind of show interest in like the future for the market uh, for your, for your actual business itself, any uh, goals, employees, whatever that may look like. Uh, yeah. I mean, that. so we are looking to grow a little bit, you know, I don't sure. want to, I don't want to be a giant company. That's not what I'm looking to do, but um, Absolutely. I definitely want to add some, some more good loan officers. We have a great, great support staff now, um, awesome. you know, a couple in-house processors, we got a loan officer assistant and we're really, really firing on all cylinders right now. So um, also nice. just purchased a building in, in Ahwatukee for an office. Nice. Um, so congratulations. That as well. So we got a little extra space now. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, you know, Business as usual and, you know, looking business at as usual, kudos. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it's really one of those things that like, um, I just really, when I'm trying to process a lot of the people who come in through our doors and I just start to see patterns happening, it's really great to kind of see the individuals who are striving 
and doing well throughout this hardship time. Uh, it's just really, it's a silver lining in a dark time. And it just really just helps to share uh, their stories because it, it really kind of gives us camaraderie in this group mentality of like this community that we're sharing here. I want people to understand their individuals like yourself who just really want to help, uh, help out the best way that they can. So thank you again for coming in uh, your business and uh, apex. Uh, I know there's some bright futures there and I hope for new loan officers, if you do get them, uh, you know, Kudos, best luck to him, and best luck to you, Jackson. I really do appreciate you coming in and sharing your story about your business here. Uh, before I go, and before we go, I promote, and uh, so do you. So this is your little slice of uh, promotion. Go right ahead and uh, let everyone know where they can find you online, uh, any events that you might be going to, address, phone number, everything. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, so the company is Apex Home Mortgage. Website is apexhm.com. So all of our information's there. You can, you know, put in a put in a request to get a you know refinance quote or do a full application online. Uh, you can also call me anytime. 480-577-5431 is my cell phone. And it's uh email is Jackson, which is J-A-X-O-N at apexhm.com. Nice. Awesome. Thank you. And before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. If you want to connect with us, all of our social media is at Finding Arizona Podcast. And then last but not least, if you want to become a super fan, Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast, where we have bonus content that concludes our episode here with Apex and with Jackson over here. I just want to say really quickly, I have a nephew or my wife has a nephew named Jackson, but his is two X's. Oh, so it's a, it's a unique name, but yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it was just like I was going to say, it's not an everyday name, like just be spelled that way. So I just wanted to throw that in there. It's going to be ingrained in my head forever because uh, it's so close in the same similar spelling. So uh, that concludes our episode. Thank you again, Jackson, for coming in. And thank you again for everyone listening. Uh, we will catch you on the next episode. Good night. Kisses, hugs and belly rubs. Peace.